That's right, it's episode 235, and today we're going to be talking about two movies from the 2000s, mid-2000s, one being White Noise from 2005, and House of Wax from 2005 also. Yes, with Paris Hilton. It was her breakout role, because you know, she's become such a famous movie star now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we thought we'd go into the 2000s again, check out some old movies that we haven't seen in a while. Some sort of kind of mainstream movies. They're not exactly like... Mm-hmm. They were pretty mainstream, I would say. They're totally mainstream. Yeah, I mean, White Noise is probably more popular than House of Wax was, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll see by the end of this uh, episode which one is better. So they're going to battle it out. They're going to battle it out. Paris Hilton and fucking Batman are going to fucking fight over it. <laughs> Beetlejuice, you mean? Yeah, no, Beetlejuice, Mr. <laughs> Mom, whatever. Michael Keaton's in White Noise. To get, if you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be, we'll be talking about that today. Uh, but we do have some uh, fun things to talk about that we've been doing here recently. We, uh, we've been buying movies, like physical movies. Right. And we came across. So if you guys have been following along in our YouTube videos and watching our hauls, you'll know that we often go to the Goodwills sometimes. And a lot of people will turn in their movies to just get rid of uh, however it occurs, but they just turn them in and then they sell them for like a dollar thirty nine a pop, you know, which to be honest is a little too much. Well, if you get there on the, the deal days, yeah, you, you get them get for them, half, you off. Get them half off, but no one. Yeah, but then they're never there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you have That's to. Not, oh, I, I have good luck sometimes. Either you just way. You keep going. You just have to go. And we have 10 Goodwills by us. I don't even like Goodwill. I hate Goodwill. But, yeah. Anyway, so we went to a Goodwill after hanging out with her niece. And we took her to lunch and everything like that. And we stopped by the Goodwill. And she was really excited about it, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, she was like, oh, my God, you guys got a lot of movies there. <laughs> we, sp- we bought, like, 24 movies, you know, including a, uh, like, a The Wonder Chosen Season 2 fucking two-disc set. And uh, that one was, like, the most expensive. But we just wanted it. Mm-hmm. So we got it. And we were pretty proud of ourselves. You know, we thought we did a good job that day. We spent about 40 bucks. And we were like, yeah, it's a good, good, good picks, you know? And then I was like, hmm, I wonder what OfferUp has. So I go to OfferUp, which is an app where you can buy things locally or online, I guess you could do it too. And I found this guy who was selling like over 400 movies. He said 400 movies. It ended up being a lot more than that. 
for 150 bucks. And it was like, he just said DVDs. And then he took like one good picture that, that of one of the boxes and then two pictures that were blurry. I couldn't see what the fuck anything <laughs> was. And then another picture that, uh, showed like five boxes. And I was like, holy shit, is he selling all of this? And so I called him up or I wrote him on offer up and I said, Hey, do you still have it? He's like, yeah, I still got it. And he said, uh, I said, do you mind if I go through and just pick out the horror ones? You know, thinking like that's all I really wanted. And he was like, nah, I'm selling them all together. And I was like, fuck. Right. Cause yeah, it, well, it that makes, makes sense. sense. I, don't, I wouldn't want it's some dude in sitting in my garage for an hour and a half fucking going through my shit anyway. Well, and you, you can sell them individually on eBay. Like if you, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Anyway. So I, he's like, well, I already got a guy coming by who's supposed to stop by. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, I, since I can't go through them, how about I just give you 120? I have no idea what's in there. And he was like, yeah, I could do that. And then he's like, come on by. The guy never answered. So just come on by. And we fucking raced over there as fast as we could (laughs) (laughs) and picked up five boxes of these fucking movies, man. And like there was, you know, like out of the there was like probably like 500 movies. Mm -hmm. And we had probably like, I don't know, like 40 Blu-rays and the rest were all DVDs, right? Something like that. Yeah. And it was like action was the majority. It's the lion's share. So just about everything you can think of, Steven Seagal, we own now. <laughs> Anything that's dirty, hairy, or fucking Clint Eastwood, we own now. Die Hard, we got all those. We got a bunch of stuff. But then they also had some horror, some of the mainstream ones that I don't normally buy. Because if you guys know me, like, I, I tend to buy a lot of the, like, underground stuff. Indie stuff. Yeah, like, stuff that you, you have a hard time finding, because that's what I like to collect. So, we just kind of, like, came up, like, with I, that, a lot of movies. That Crow box set was in there, yeah, and that's that was right. that was worth it. Yeah. I was like, that was worth it. <laughs> I haven't just seen for that, just Yeah, just for those alone. Isn't there four? I'm pretty sure there's four or five. Uh, yeah, I think, there's, I think there's four. They got pretty ridiculous after a while. Right. I mean, they were ridiculous after the first one, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But some of them were more tolerable than the other ones. But <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to even do an, like a, a video of that because I would seriously take... like I, I We put them into boxes of like action, horror, or action drama horror and then we did comedy Comedy, there's a lot of comedy yeah so it was like in that order of how much was in those boxes and we're gonna be selling a bunch of stuff and we got some extra stuff for like the giveaways and stuff like that that we found because we found like a bunch of virus movies which i don't know about you guys but if you've ever seen uh virus with jamie lee curtis yeah jamie lee curtis in it Mm-hmm. It's actually a fucking fun movie, man. Like it's a, it's, it's like it's so bad it's good kind of robots against people, but it's like really graphic and gory. So we got a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like had so many dupes of stuff that we already had, so we're like, fuck it, we'll just get that mm-hmm. traded in or give it away. So right, I don't know. We were super excited about that though, guys. Like it was cool we went through it for like four hours yeah when we got home yeah trying to figure out what we would keep and we still need to make like a second pass to kind of like you know because we were getting like excited about all the stuff i was like i haven't seen that in a while so we like put it into three piles we were like all right sell watch and see if we like to keep it or not Mm -hmm. and then definitely keep and we have to go through the definitely keep again to just see where it goes if it's like to watch and see or whatever 
narrowing it down. We definitely made our money back, even if we sold like like a hundred and twenty of these for a hundred and or for a dollar a piece. Right. And some of these are worth like twenty bucks. Right. Like we found Dogma. Right. Which TV, used to be which... a really rare one to get, but mm-hmm. I guess it's only twenty bucks now. It used to be like fifty bucks or something like that. Nah. So, but whatever. Even if we sell like four of them for fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. you know, we're like already there, just about all the, halfway there to our goal. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But anyway, other than that, is there anything else going on with you? Like, what are we else? What are we planning for? What are we trying to do? Not much. Just keeping busy. Oh yeah, I'm going to see Seance by mm-hmm. uh, at the Alamo. Simon Barrett, his new movie, his uh, directorial and writing a uh, movie called Seance. Going with a buddy to the Alamo Draft House to see uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a review of that up this week so for you guys too. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. Just eating healthy, trying. Yeah. Dying gotta, of stomach pain. Gotta lose some a little bit of weight. I do. <laughs> yeah, I've been pounding Pepto like I'm fucking, <laughs> like I'm slamming fucking beers in fucking high school or something. <laughs> Anyway, I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys. So we're going to be doing a shot that we created based on the movie House of Wax. And our main inspiration is, of course, Paris Hilton. Because the main reason to watch this movie is to watch Paris Hilton get killed. I mean, that's, that's the big, yes, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think of it. <laughs> and she gets killed pretty gloriously in the movie. Spoiler alert. But you kind of already knew that yeah, anyway. Everybody knows that. Um, so basically what we did is in the movie, she gets, uh, there's a certain way she gets killed. We won't say how, but you'll figure it out if you've seen the movie and you'll know the drink. But so we're calling this one a Paris Wilton instead of Paris Cre- Hilton. Creative. Because, Alex. <laughs> because if you look up the definition of wilting, it means to go limp. So <laughs> okay. I, I know I'm clever, aren't I? We decided to do one part peach vodka, one part tequila. So half and half. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to take a cherry and a toothpick, put it through the toothpick and put it on the top and you slam the drink and eat the cherry and you done. And I'm going to do it right now. She's got it right here. I'm not doing it because my stomach has been fucked for the yeah, past like week or you two. You don't need to risk it. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's going on with you guys. I'm just getting old, I guess. You need to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot me in the okay. head. Take me out back. Show me the flowers. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You ready? All right. Take it. Uh, uh. <laughs> Stop with the choke. You got to even Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, it's strong. That's why. It's really strong. <laughs> she, she likes the frou-frou stuff. <laughs> but flavor-wise, as far as strong, how's it taste? No, it tastes like tequila. That's uh, it. You don't like tequila. You can't tequila. even taste the peach or anything. Yeah, she's going to be like, oh, it tastes like a shot. I hate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it is. Like spitting it out. Ugh. You like wet your lips usually when you do shots. <laughs> so if you would like to try a Paris Wilton, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of 2005 movies with White Noise and House of Wax. Right now. 
So we're going to kick it off with White Noise first because that was one of the movies that got dumped in the dump month. Ooh. Of January. Yeah, January. We got some information on that. So White Noise, of course, is about an architect's desire to speak with his wife from beyond the grave. <laughs> And it becomes an obsession with supernatural repercussions. Which is really like, they could have told you what happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was in the trailer. Or some sort of lore. You I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. Like, anyway, the tagline for this movie is the dead are trying to get a hold of you. It looks like they we didn't have call waiting at the time. <laughs> 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 anyway, this is director Jeffrey Sachs movie, who is a British director who did a lot of TV shows like The New Statesman, Tipping the Velvet, Victoria, Agatha Raisin. <laughs> Everybody loves Agatha Raisin. <laughs> and a movie called Stormbreaker, which pretty much like not that much. He did do a 96 Doctor Who movie, though. Huh. That's so, weird. I don't know if anybody's a fan of that. Shout out. This is also writer, director Niall Johnson, who is another native Brit who also did direction as well. He did movies like The Ghost of Greville Lodge, Keeping Mum, Acres and Acres and More, which he also directed those films and wrote. Some of the cast in this movie is Michael Keaton, who plays Jonathan, the father he was, of course, Batman, Birdman, which was his comeback movie. The founder, Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice, Pacific Heights. Also, speaking of him playing Batman, he's returning to the cape. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. He, I just looked this up and I didn't realize it, but he's going to be in the movie The Flash for 2022. Okay. Uh -huh. Which is filming right now, supposedly. Now, I haven't really f checked up on this or, or not. And I remember them talking about doing a Flash movie because Ezra Miller was going to be Flash in it. Uh -huh. But they weren't sure because of his attitude and he's uh -huh. kind of a prick or something. And he had some cancel culture bullshit or something. I don't know that happened to him. Uh -huh. Do you remember? No. Something about something he said about like like kids with cancer or some dumb shit. And oh. they weren't too fond of it. The, the studios or whatever. Oh, okay. Anyway, I can't remember what it was. If you guys can tell me, let me know. But. Ezra Miller is going to be playing the Flash in this version of the movie that mm -hmm. is filming. Not only that, <laughs> Andy Muschietti of the It Chapter 1 and 2 fame, as well as Mama, is directing the feature film. Oh. It even has Ben Affleck as Batman and Bruce Wayne in it as well. Wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. So we're talking about multiple dimensions here, which has always been the Flash thing anyway, right? Like, oh, yeah, that's because true. Because he goes between parallel dimensions in right. the Snyder Cut, mm -hmm. right? I think so. So apparently there's going to be a part where he goes and visits the fucking... The Tim Burton Batman? The Tim Burton Batman, <laughs> which okay, is that's, fucking amazing that's to it, me. That's interesting. I'm interested because I thought Michael Keaton was like the worst Batman, so... But I'm in. I'm, I'm interested in seeing just yeah. how they're going to pull that off and how hokey or weird it's going to be. Mm -hmm. But Ezra Miller's kind of a jokey, fun character anyway. So mm -hmm. anyway, I, I just thought it was really interesting. They even have Supergirl that's going to be in it. So this is definitely the parallel dimension thing that they did with that whole series. Do you remember? It was like um, I can't remember what it was called, but they made video games off of it. Oh, and they changed lore around a little bit about it with the Joker. It was at the end of. Yeah, at, never at the got, end of uh, Zack Snyder cut. 
I ne- no, I I never got. In- you never saw it. No, I never got that deeply invested in it. I didn't. Well, they just aired it. They just showed the movie. It was like a four-hour movie. Oh, I no. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Anyway, it's on IMDb, guys. If you want to kind of like lurk around and check it out, I just thought it'd be interesting to bring up, and it kind of made me go, "What the fuck." So we'll see if that comes true. Uh, we got Shander West, who plays Anna, his wife. He's She was in I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry, The Sultan C, Z, Wants to Play, which is the tagline, which also has Keegan Connor Tracy in it. She was the mom in that movie, I think, or something, mm-hmm. which she's in this movie as well. <laughs> so I'm just not going to name off all the movies she's done. She was also in the Shutter film Spiral. As the creepy neighbor across the street of oh, the gay yeah. couple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the 90210 reboot. So. Oh, okay. Also starring Deborah Kara Unger, who plays Sarah. She was in The Game, which is a really good movie I haven't seen in a while. I was hoping to get in that box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Crash from 96, the, the Cronenberg film, not the uh, other movie. Mm-hmm. Also Highlander, The Final Dimension, Silent Hill, Messages Deleted, Jackals from 2017, which we picked up for a dollar at the Dollar Tree, and The Hollow from 2017 as well. It's also starring Ian McNeese, who plays Raymond Price, the EVP guy. He was in Ace Ventura, Doctor Who TV show, the 2000 Dune miniseries, Grizzly 2 that just got the release uh, here recently, the uncut, Day of the Dead from 2008, Rome TV, From Hell, and so many more. Also has Sarah Strange, who plays Jane, the mother of Mikey in this movie. She was in Snowpiercer TV series, Hideaway, Deadlock 2, which is Wedlock, the movie with Rutger Hauer in it, part two of that. Sliders TV show she was in for an episode, Millennium TV, and Kindergarten Cop 2. Last but not least, we have Nicholas Alaya, or Alaya? Aaliyah? I'm not sure. He played Mikey the Sun. This was his first role. He was in an episode of Masters of Horror, War, the movie with um, Jet Li and uh, the British guy who did was in The Mechanic. Can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speed Racer. He was in six episodes of Supernatural, two episodes of R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour. Mm. So this movie cost $10 million to make. And in the month of January, people must have been starving for horror, but they made $90 million at the box office. People must have been bored. Yeah, the film did so well at the box office, despite it being, you know, getting poor reviews from box office uh, critics and audiences. Uh, but it's led Universal and other studios to realize that there was an untapped audience of horror films released in January, mm-hmm. um, which I think last year we got, what, Rings? Yeah. Which is that's a terrible movie the, in January. Yeah. But they also did Underwater. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that in like early January or late January or February or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they did. They dumped Underwater Which was in a, such an underrated gem. Mm-hmm. Like... um. Anyway, they decided to start releasing higher quality horror films in in that period of time uh, that they usually dismissed to some of the ones that they were like, oh, this is just a wash. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, Christina, what are your thoughts on White Noise? Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> Please save me from this. Oh, no, that was in the background. I didn't, did you hear that? <laughs> just kidding. So watching this, I was trying to understand, especially at the end when we watched the whole movie, why do people like this movie? Because a lot of people said they just rewatched it and they really liked this movie. Dude, it was so fucking boring. Nothing happened. Like, seriously, 
nothing There's happened. stuff in it that's in, interesting to well, me. When, when stuff like started to happen and get, in, and get interesting, and then it just drops down and it's just like boring. Right. And I think that kind of has to do with the whole the whole EVP aspect of it, even though they were like using TVs and stuff. Sure. Which I was like, whatever. I mean, to, you know, that stuff's boring. It's really boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, But it's exciting for people who didn't know about it. This is the movie that kind of pushed that for people to understand what EVP was because it wasn't exactly widely known as it is today. Uh, well, yeah, at that time, yeah. but but still, I just I'm just saying, like people I, got really into it after this movie a little bit. Like this was kind of a big push for it, right? I I just felt like they could have done it differently with the story. I just didn't like what they did with the story. They could have done it. I don't know. I think they really could have done it better. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can kind of it, spoil a little bit there. She, you know, essentially the, 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 um, some of his family members go to take a ride somewhere at night and then they don't come back home and then he becomes obsessed with this. Yeah, with, because some guy. How else would he get obsessed with it? Because his neighbor died? No. Right. It would be his family members. Right. And he wasn't, I mean, he kind of was like off put by the whole thing, but. Sure. It, I, I just think our, he, that guy couldn't have been like that gullible at first. You know what I mean? Right. He really, it, I, I felt like it should have stalked him more for him to really fall into that hole of trying to make contact. I don't know. When you're but, grieving, you kind of start opening your mind to a lot of different things, man. Right. I don't know. I but, don't, which I didn't think his grieving performance in this movie was, was very apparent. Right. And they didn't even give a shit about the kids grieving fucking moment. Yeah, like, exactly. Which, I was really which they really could have, they could have honed in on it. Yeah, but they were like, ah, sense. that's just too much exposition to really. Right. Really. And, and them not making, I don't know. Never mind. I'll just, but no, I didn't like this movie. It was really irritating. I was getting really irritated towards the end. I yeah, could, she was making me not enjoy it just by her. My negative, my negative negativity towards yeah. just watching this so it's garbage it's pure garbage <laughs> oh don't give me that shit i'm joking but two two i, I don't ever want to i don't want to watch it again well it's not about whether you'd watch it again that you would give it a two do, do you think it's mediocre do you think no it's... i don't even think it's not even worth okay watching so it angered you that much that because it was you would it compare was it slow. to a two it was so slow the, the so the acting par- and everything in this movie accounts to the same type of acting and the same type of filmmaking as, say, something a full moon movie. For me, so uh, like Puppet well, Master. No, why would no Puppet Master level? If that's different, but this is still a two to me. This can still be a two to me. Okay, all right. I'm there just... was no motion in this movie. I didn't feel for any of the to, characters. For me, I'm not saying I'm not trying to. Do, I'm. I didn't like this movie either. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Okay. There's a lot of things that go into play. Like right. it, it is a well shot film. It is a well acted film. Not right. all the time. The writing is kind of skipping over some moments that I think they could have pushed the finger on. It's not scary in the least. No, not uh, at all. It is has somewhat of a mystery that kind of kept through me for a loop a couple of times that I wasn't expecting. So those are all positive things. Whether it adds up to a 9 or a 10, no. A lot of people gave this movie like a fucking, like, below a 1. Right. Like a point five. Uh, right. 
And I don't think I don't think it's that bad. Okay. I think it's mediocre at best. Uh-huh. It's just average and maybe a little bit below average. Mm-hmm. So it could be like a 4.5 or 5 for me. Yeah. Uh there is some things in it that kind of get me interested in it like the mystery and stuff that they kind of drag you through. There is no, you know, we've been spoiled by a lot of supernatural films since this movie aired. This is done in such an old way. That it, you know, like how many supernatural films did we get back then? Right. Like but, how many did you okay, can think of? So you're coming up against the Blair Witch Project. I mean, I no, mean, that's 1999. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's that was scary in the sense that they built this atmosphere up. This movie doesn't build anything up, so there's right. really no comparison. Right. But I'm just saying, they like, could have built it up though. This could easily been built up. Of course, I I said that already. Right. Yeah, I'm not defending that. Right. I just think that this movie didn't score well at all for a movie that changed the minds of the execs. It's kind of weird. Um, you know, it did well in January, even because people wanted to watch a movie, I guess. But it's not great at all. Mm-mm. You know, it has interesting, like I said, mystery that unfolds. But nothing ever in this movie at any point other than a couple dumb jump scares was effectively scary. Mm-hmm. Like at all. At least not to me. It just sort of is what it is. To me, it's more interesting to unfold the mystery of, like, what happened to his wife more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I gave a shit about. They could have added so much more in between there, of course. Because you want to know what happened to her family. So that's the only thing that kept me interested to the end of this movie. Movies like Thetarated 2, I don't care where it ends up for me. Right. So I that's why I have difficulty understanding your score. Oh, okay. So I don't agree with that because I still was interested in the carrot, the stupid, dumb, boring carrot at the end of the <laughs> stick. It was still a carrot. Right. So it deserves some respect in, in that regard. That's all I'm saying. At the time, this was a step ahead of like, you know, like I said, what people knew about ghost hunting, really, other than the ghost, uh, what are they called? Back in 2000. Ghost hunters. Ghost hunters. Like, so a lot of people didn't really, I mean, it was a popular show, but let's be honest. It was boring. This is probably more popular than that show in some regards, too, because people knew this more than they probably, I don't know. It just seems like people didn't know much about ghost hunting at this time. That's Uh what I'm getting at. The acting is good. It's definitely believable for the most part, other than the, uh, I didn't believe he was grieving at all. Mm -hmm. He seemed kind of like, oh, I'm just going through the motions. He doesn't seem like he's having a bad day at all. Right. Except for the, the like, very specific moments. And maybe that's that whole sort of, like, male thing, you know, where it's like, I don't shed a tear, <laughs> you know, whatever thing. But it's like, he was a, such a family man, you know, like, why wouldn't he? Right. You know, it just seemed weird to me. Like I said, they could have put more atmosphere in this movie. You know, it's like when you do see something on the screen, it's usually CGI or ingrained on the white fucking static of the TV kind of a bit of a fossil as far as technology goes these days Mm -hmm. so people you're not going to get a younger audience that's going to like find this movie and go oh wow you know they're going to be like what the fuck is static tv (laughs) and what the fuck are they doing how do you get static and then they'll be downloading apps to get static if they were that (laughs) you know like trying to figure out you'd have to explain to them it's like it's a lag oh it's it's how we used to talk to ghosts we don't do it anymore (laughs) You stupid fuck. (laughs) Uh, No, but I don't know. You know, it's probably more popularized because of fucking Carol Ann and fucking Poltergeist, you know? Oh, yeah. And I don't think that I don't remember ever hearing about like, 
you know, ghosts coming through the television or anything like that. Right. I mean, I remember trying to watch porn through fucking like this <laughs> through the fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> you can scramble it enough just to catch a titty once in a while. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, I couldn't do it. I, I think it's an okay watch for the most part. Just a, an expensive, mediocre ghost movie. Definitely don't think it's one out of ten for a film. It's got a 7%, like I said, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that bad, but it's not going to appease or draw in, like I said, a newer fan base or anything like that. So this movie's probably going to die over the time. A slow death. Yeah, like over the days that it goes. It's mm. going to kind of just disappear one day, and no one's going to think about it. Especially since, uh, you know, its style of shooting a supernatural movie is so different than what we get today, mm-hmm. which is usually something dark and evil in the corner, always. Right. It's never like friendly, like leading us on a journey to, you know, find right. some, save some woman's life. <sighs> you know, it's usually like you go in the closet, you get fucking clapped around your neck. <laughs> some ghost fucks your head. <laughs> but I don't know. I think we've been too spoiled too much to really enjoy this movie. So if you haven't seen it, it's really going to be low on the totem pole. If it's something that you did see back in the day and you kind of want to rewatch it, it'll be an okay watch Mm -hmm. you know it's not that bad so i'd say probably like a 4.5 maybe a Mm 5 it's average at best the the acting and the and the the photography and everything that they did is still present in the movie Mm -hmm. and that's part of the film right so giving it anything less than and not addressing that in my opinion is haphazard Mm -hmm. so okay yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's fair. I mean, I, I if you want me to show you a two that I think is a two, we'll see if you can make it to the end. No, I don't need to. Oh, well, let's let's try it out. I know, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. This is a two. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. Because there's a lot of people that did do well, good things on this movie. It just didn't land as a movie, and I think it's fair to score it too low. That's a, that's all I'm thinking. Okay. I'm not I'm not talking about you specifically or anybody else. I just take that into account when I when I do a movie. It's garbage. So, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, some people like movies and some don't. I really don't care. It's just what I thought about when I watched this movie, and that's how I feel. Okay. I think 4.55, mediocre. It's still a decent movie. It's just not great. There's no ghosts in it, and when they show them, finally, it's, it's pretty stupid. It's a shadow. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. It's like a reflection. Uh, and then you think the whole thing's a goddamn joke. But I could see myself going, oh, yeah, I remember that White Noise movie, and then popping it on again and going, oh, shit, why did I pop this on? <laughs> That's why I gave it a 4.5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll forget that it wasn't that great. But there are people that like it. So, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, maybe it's just my days and your days. Right, exactly. Yeah, so what other movie did you want to shit on? Is there anything else? Oh, yeah, I could go all day here. Okay, good. Sounds good. Let's hear it. Oh, how about... I'm shut up, shut up. I'm just kidding. the Dead? Let's talk about that movie. That's a two. That's a fucking two. No, this is the same line as this. No. I would have left this movie. It did it have a story. And House of the Dead was like a one. (laughs) Maybe I would say it's probably a two. Well, maybe we should watch it. I watched it in the theater with... uh, well, fucking a girlfriend at the time, back I, in the day. And I watched it in the theater on a date, and we left. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't even I finish it. I don't do it. that, man. I, I don't waste money like that. I'm a, I'm a real movie watcher. Okay. I'm not fake like you. So I'm leaving? I'm just being you funny. You all this I'm just trying to get a rise out of you. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's working. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, 
We do have some trivia on this, so if you don't want this movie spoiled for you, then here is your warning. This movie was shot in Vancouver, actually, during the summer. They did a pretty good job because it does kind of look like a California kind of home. Oh, I thought it looked like like Seattle. Sort of, yeah, yeah because it's, you know, you got the Bay Area and right. stuff. like Or San Francisco. Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely is Vancouver. Um, I've never been there. Yeah, I have, but I didn't get to go to the best parts. I got right. to, I got you got to, to go to the... The stage. Yeah. You got to much, go to the yeah. bar. We didn't get to really enjoy it as much, but it was very, it was pretty. We're everywhere else. So, mm-hmm. so the opening captions they put in the movie to kind of help explain this even further proves my point that EVP people didn't know what the fuck oh, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. You say EVP now, most, and probably like at least half, if not more, mm-hmm. would know what the fucking EVP is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, but they put it on there to try to kind of make sure that people understood what an EVP was so that when they go into this movie, it wasn't like a shock. Like, what are they doing? It's a radio. Yeah. It's a TV it's that comes through of, the wavelengths of the wires. It's like that, that little intro is probably just like an authentication stamp. You know right. what I mean? So in the movie, Jonathan, who is played by Michael Keaton, is an architect. Mm hmm. And they actually shot in a building where they do architecture. Oh, ri- oh, you could tell. Yeah, so like they really didn't have to change anything at all. That's mm-hmm. pretty much just exactly how the building was and everything in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So, and the church that they shot at in the movie was right down the street from there. Oh, that's cool. So a lot of the the hotel. Mm-hmm. So everything was really close to one another. So when they shot this movie, it's cheaper. Did you notice when everything? What time? It is when everything goes bad. 2.30 a.m. Yes. Everything always at 2.30 exactly. Between 2.30 and 3. I will 3 say. 3 is the witching hour. You know, a lot of people like to pick on ghosts and say they're not very current. <laughs> you know, like they're not with the times because they're dead. <laughs> but they are really timely motherfuckers in this movie. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they don't get fired for being five minutes late, guys. It's literally at 2.30. I don't understand why no one figured that out. Like, they didn't just wait around for him to show up at 2.30. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and why isn't it three? That's usually the yeah, Amityville. Yeah, it's usually three. Well, not even Amityville. It's a lot of... 3 a.m. is the witching hour. No, it's not. I thought it was midnight is the witching hour, and 3 o'clock has been the, the mark know. of the beast because... Because three. Because there's three, Threes. which is mocking the Holy, Holy Trinity. Trinity. And they do that to do that. But that was popularized, I thought, in Amityville because they woke up. He, the, the guy woke up and shot his family at 3 a.m. At like 3.13 or something in the a.m. Right. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, popular. Do you know? Okay, so I don't know if any of you guys know this, but PG-13 movies, which this is, they can only use the word fuck one time. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah, during that time. Yeah, do you know where they used it? Do you, know, do you remember? No. It was during the scene where John, Michael Keaton's character and that Sarah's character or whatever, mm-hmm. they go to, they, he saves the baby. Oh, okay, yeah. And the father. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's like, right. Care. Get the fuck away he's from like, me. He's like, my wife might have been this weird shit. You motherfucker. He's like, you need to get the fuck away from me. That, that was honestly probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> He chucks the baby on the ground. Like, get the he, like, fuck away from he, me. He, like, kicks it. Like, yeah. fucking dare you. He's like, I appreciate... Oh, my God. What did I just do? <laughs> There's also a scene where Sarah falls from the balcony. She kind of, like, dives backwards like a swan dive. Mm-hmm. And it was cut. The scene was cut. 
because it like goes straight to his face before she hits the bar. Right. If you pay attention, she would actually hit that railing first and then hit the fucking glass. Oh, okay. But they said that in the test screenings, it, it shook people too much. Oh, my God. And so they had to bring it down because they wanted to keep it PG-13 because, of course, during this time, PG-13 was, you know, like Strip. it is today. It's a little bit... It was more popular to be a PG-13 film. Right, because you thought you could get more people to watch right, it. Right, because the kids would be... Their parents would bring their kids. Right. To teach them the word fuck. <laughs> so you could take your kids to an R movie. It's so but it, th- that scene is in intact in the extras, by the way. Oh, so if you want to okay. watch her flip around, it's pretty fun. It's okay, I'll pass. It's pretty cool. I like when people hit railings and shit on the way down. <laughs> it just feels realistic. You know, I know they yeah, never really plan it, but there's like some movies that they they do that and it just cracks me up. I don't know why. <laughs> this is ragdoll physics, man. I don't know what it is. It's just like, oh, look, her head hit the thing. <laughs> Or like a cliff, you see them like their leg, like oh yeah, snag on a fucking rock or something. Anyway, <laughs> they also had a much more graphic scene at the end where the the woman Mary was being tortured, mm-hmm. but they obviously got that. Oh okay. So that's pretty much it for trivia. I mean, we do have a couple other things that I can point out. Um, surprisingly, this movie kind of has some atmosphere to me uh, right in the beginning. Yeah, because. There is a a scene. You're breathing. Sorry. Unless that was a ghost. Maybe it was a ghost. White noise. I got <laughs> to breathe. You're breathing white noise into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in the beginning of the movie, it's like happy family time, and it kind of goes through all the different characters, like him, his wife, his son, and like everything's like this picture perfect. Like you know, they use all these different color schemes to kind of make it seem more you know happy and like easter and like jesus coming out of the cave with fireworks like (laughs) (laughs) like a football team i mean anyway (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying it's just a really yeah that is kind (laughs) of i've told the story before so some of them might know anyway when she leaves to go to work and she's backing out of the driveway it's kind of an awkward moment Mm -hmm. and the way that they chose to shoot it and some of the musical beats and the score at the time was still happy. Mm-hmm. But there was like these weird pauses and it was like, oh, God, did you think that at that moment she was going to back up and a yeah. car was going to hit her? I did because you couldn't hear what she was saying because he was like, what? What? Right. Uh, yeah. And I think they made it that way intentionally. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they do that with the rest of the movie? I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, that's kind of sly, like how they did I that I bet you there. some producer or something was like, maybe there was. And maybe a producer was like, oh, well, that's confusing. Let's well, not let's not add that stuff. When I was listening to the commentary on it with the director, Michael Keaton, because, well, Michael Keaton was on for like half of it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got to go to New Zealand. <laughs> I guess because like, because they had the, the director uh, on the phone with michael keaton in la mm-hmm. and they were both sitting watching the movie at the same fucking time mm-hmm. and i guess the director was late to the to the thing oh which made him late which made him late and he had to leave halfway through the 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 wow. commentary which i thought was funny right i've heard of, i've listened to a lot of commentaries uh-huh. like so that one's a really weird one he's like well i guess i'll be rolling now <laughs> like what the fuck so she doesn't come home obviously that day 
And they find her car by a pier with her shoe on next to it. And they assume that she fell out of it, got washed, got trapped on the shore. And then the tide came up and then sucked her her out into the fucking water. That's what cops do sometimes. They just assume. And this random dude just starts following this guy after all this happens. Like this guy named Raymond Price. He's like sitting outside of his house. Right. Sitting outside of his work. And I love that fucking Michael Keaton went straight up to him. Because that's exactly what I would do. Right. I wouldn't even fuck around. Like if I saw them, I'd be like, all right, what's up? Right. I don't want to hear any bullshit. Tell me what the fuck you're doing. Right. And he did. He told him. Yeah. And he did. He was like, you know, listen, I, I... Your wife has spoken to me. She's dead. <laughs> she's dead, Michael. <laughs> Jonathan, she's dead, you piece of shit. <laughs> and it's because of something you did. <laughs> he was like, no, my child died too, and someone came to me as I'm coming to you to tell you about her after the life. It's and like, believe okay. me, one day you'll want to know, just Here's as I com- did. Here's my card. Here's my card. So Michael calls him that night, and they have phone sex. <laughs> that would have been more interesting. I'm sorry. I'm just being stupid. But that night, the police show up, and of course, you know, they find Jonathan's uh, wife's body. And he's like, you know. He's just like, not even sad. He's just like, monotone. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, he is sad. Like, you know, like, he's like going through the motions, but. It feels like it might be brewing on the surface or something, but I feel like he could have done a better job. Right, and then they cut six months later. He moved out of the house. He got an apartment. No, 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 no. He spoke to Raymond Price before he moved out. Oh, he did? Yes. He went straight to his house. He he told his fucking ex-wife to take care of Mikey. Right, but... Like, I'm per- fuck him if he's missing his mom or his stepmom, like... But wasn't Get him that, the fuck out of here. But wasn't that six months later because Anna's phone was calling him? That was that was after I think Anna's phone started calling him when when fucking Raymond Price died. Christina, you're like way no, off. No, no, no. That's not what I wrote down in order. Oh well, whatever. Anyway, he goes to meet John, Raymond Price, who teaches him about EVP. Doesn't matter where she calls him and stuff. Mm-hmm. He just went to speak to him, and then the guy's like showing him. He's like, "All right, Michael, <laughs> Jonathan, I do not speak to the dead." They speak to me. I can record them on my television set. I'm a crazy loon. Nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, but yeah, so he hears her voice in the recording that he got and is instantly swept up with tears as he Mm -hmm. met this other Sarah lady who was crying before he got to hear it. Mm -hmm. Kind of even solidifying that this guy's legit or or manipulating her. You could take it either way, really. But it's almost like too much. Like, he doesn't get enough from it. Why isn't she talking to me? Yeah, like, he's not he's not getting the messages from her doing it on his own. So he goes to a medium to try to get some answers. And that's that lady. Which is a horrible That's act. in the Z movie. But she's fucking horrible in this. She uh, was a, I didn't like her character at all. I thought she did okay. She was blind. Right. Did you know she was blind? Yeah, I knew she was blind. But I, I just didn't like the way she acted. <laughs> well, because... I didn't know she was blind right away, so I thought the same thing oh, about see? her acting <laughs> until I realized, oh, that's why she's like kind of pantomiming things. Right. Like, and she's like not even looking at I thought she at was him. overreacting. And I was like, no, she can't see shit. Dude, they should have fucking put her in some sunglasses and had a cane or something. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> Jesus. 
Anyway. Well, she's a medium. She sees into... They added know? the blind thing just to make it more obscure. It, it didn't work. <clears throat> anyway, she says the most key ingredient in anything is that Willow Avenue. And he's like, oh, Willow Avenue. What the hell is that? Don't know what that is. Nope, doesn't mean anything. He's like, she's like, are you sure? Mr. Rivers, are you sure? They keep telling me Willow Avenue, Willow Avenue. No, it doesn't mean anything. Um, thank you for trying to help. And so then one night he, he goes on his like 50 TV monitors where his kid's like, why do we have so many TVs, dad? It's like, so I can watch your mother strip in the afterlife. <laughs> Stepmom. Your stepmom, whatever. That <laughs> sounds funny to the it other It does. One. Anyway, um, but he sees her say, Jonathan, go! Go! Willow he's like, Avenue. He's like, Willow Avenue in my head. And then he's like, fuck! And then he gets in his car and goes there. Yeah, he drives to fucking Willow Avenue, and at first he's like, okay, I'm here, what the fuck? And I'm first of all, I'm thinking, like, Willow Avenue must be a really small street. And where, what, what end of the street did he go to of Willow Avenue in order to fucking go to the Willow Avenue? And then he shows up and he sees a spark thing happening from the telephone pole. And then he looks down and it's like a car's oh, overturned. Shit, a car. And then he sees the same lady that was on his like one of the TVs, white noise TV monitors that were ghosting him the future apparently. Save my baby, my Which, baby. Yeah, save my baby. And then the fucking transformer is about to fall into the fucking car mm-hmm. and he yanks the baby out by its head slamming it on the ground and <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry oh my gosh sorry to this reminds me did you see the story of the cop who lifted the car off uh the the mother and daughter no i've heard of stories like that though like that happened recently it was like holy shit dude people could do that that's like that's like an urban legend where you you hear about the lady who lifted the car to save her baby from rolling in her car or something right she got like that fucking hulk strength like (laughs) yes she had too many teas that morning you know she didn't put milk in her tea today to to balance it out so she was like really fucked <laughs> she drops it on the baby by accident. Stop. I ran out of strength. You're horrible. Anyway, so he's he saves the baby and that's when he meets the dad and the dad at the funeral. At the funeral alludes to the fact that they they've been contacted before by other people, which I caught right off the bat. Right. And she, and nobody else did apparently in the story. Right. So then later they he's like obsessed with the fact that he's gonna tell the he can tell the future through the TV. Yeah, he's like maybe I can save a life, you know. Like that's the thing about this is is that he thinks that it's his wife telling him the future, and they just happen to be coincidentally at that moment they're like the 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 breadcrumbs that lead him to the ultimate reason why she's telling him to go. Right. Which is like so he won't be killed. Uh, which is kind of sly. And I, I wasn't, yeah, but I wasn't thinking about that. Like mm-hmm. it kind of caught me off guard, you know, but they see Sarah's face on the screen this time and she's like, it hurts. <laughs> and that's when she does her little backflip swan dive <laughs> off the balcony. Yeah. Like, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> and she survives. Fuck are you bitches. <laughs> like fucking hangover where he's like flying. <laughs> And she survives, which I thought was dumb. Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, I was damn, like, okay. dude. I mean, I guess that's, like, survivable. She didn't land on her neck. Yeah, but come on, he... But she did hit her legs on the fucking yeah, pole. Yeah, they were all, like, twisted and shit. <laughs> well, we didn't get to see that. Oh, I was thinking of him. You're thinking of the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, come on, on twisty leg, gonna get down. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking Keaton's legs at the end. <laughs> anyway, so he figures out like some big thing on the TV. He realizes that the whole time it's been telling him to go to the pier where she was found or something or where the car was because or whatever. that's where the missing lady is. And he had been there at that place before and some guy was like, can I help you? And it's that guy. And he, like, goes there in the fucking... He's doing the same thing as he is with all the monitors. And even the same software, by the way, mm-hmm. I thought it was They probably just use the same equipment yeah. for both the scenes. They called EVP Dave up, and they were like, what, what <laughs> equipment should we use? And EVP Dave was like, well, this is the set. I'll sell it to you for 5000 you know? And they got the, the EVP <laughs> the Dave set. TVs. Yeah. The super nuclear supernatural disaster sale, <laughs> and that guy says that the 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 ghosts were telling him to it's like, capture oh. these people. He was like, they were telling me to get you, get you, lady. She was so beautiful. She I had was, to kill her. I had to kill her, and she was like George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it and was you so see stupid. The, you see the three fucking little like guys up in the, the fucking, shadows. Yeah, like I mean. Again, like, it's a bad movie now, but I'm just saying, for the time, like, we've been spoiled by a lot. Yeah, so when he does finally see Sarah's ghost in there... Yeah, which was That was horrible. That was pretty bad. That was horrible. Even when they did the wipes in the door, like, the CGI wipes in the door, like, something was behind him, Mm -hmm. it looked like bad CGI. Like, rushed CGI. Right. Gotta get this out in January. Yeah, (laughs) like, that's what kind of tarnished this movie a lot, was the CGI for me. Especially when the ghosts are, like swirling around him and like breaking his yeah, legs he's and like shit. having a ghost fight yeah like yeah. what the fuck was that well, what do you do when they're like pulling you apart fuck. like that you know um just stop believing i don't know like what the fuck was that and then the police come and shoot the dude right right and then you f- they find go no crazy leg oh crazy leg Keaton. <laughs> and then he's dead like okay so what the fuck was the point of all this yeah but then they have him talking to mikey in the car yeah at the end of his funeral yeah, he's like, sorry, Mikey. And then... Sorry, I didn't give a shit about your grieving. <laughs> and mine was more important with my VHS tape set up. I hope your ex-mom will... F- <laughs> your real mom gives a shit about you. <laughs> sorry, but I had to do it because that's what the plot told me to do. I just uh, forget my son and... Move on. It's weird, right? Like, you would yeah, think that the weird. kid would have been involved in some way and it would have been an opportunity for them to, like, kind of make it creepy. But I think that's why they made it so that he was divorced and that way the kid could go with the mom, you know, so that well, way because they in their mind they were thinking, with the kid. Right. They were thinking, well, he has responsibilities. How do we get rid of him? Right. How do we get rid of this annoying piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I don't know. You know, 4.5 isn't exactly good. Two is definitely not good. It's not good. So we gave it what? We gave it between the two of us. It's, it's like, like a three. 3.25. Stupid. So that makes sense. Skip it. It's not worth it. It's a million movies out there. We do have another movie that we're going to talk about from 2005. Yes, we do. And it's called House of Wax. All right. A group of teens are unwittingly stranded near a strange wax museum and soon must fight to survive and keep from becoming the next exhibit. Oh. Do, do, do. Tagline. Hunted. Murdered. Displayed. <laughs> I love oh, it. my God. It's <laughs> so funny. All right. This was directed by Wame Colette Sarah. Also did The Shallows, Orphan, Unknown, and Nonstop with Liam Neeson, which we just picked up on in our oh, hall. Oh, that's right. We put it in our, we put it in our, uh, our cell pile. Cell pile. <laughs> I think we might have put it in the 
watch and see, but yeah. Right. Okay, the original story was by Charles Belden, and it was called Mystery of the Wax Museum from 1933. Okay. He also did uh, Dracula's Daughter from 1936. The screenplay is by Chad and Carrie Hayes. Um, they also wrote The Conjuring, oh. White Out, The Crucifixion, and more recently, The Turning. Which Interesting. I think, yeah. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you know some of the history to, on, on the original movies and stuff that this is based off of as well, right? Like, some oh, of the movies bit. are kind of loosely based on each other. Right, right. It's, they, like, they're all, like, ten degrees different from each right. other. Yeah. They, rem- they remade them because that's what we will always do yeah. with these movies because the stories are so good and we need to keep these stories alive. Well, and there's present. an element of which it's it's fascinating and then, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the rest suck. goes downhill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This movie stars Alicia Ann Col- Colthbert. Uh, she played Carly. Um, she's mostly known for being in 24, the series, like as a lead character. Uh, she was also in The Girl Next Door, and she was in Are You Afraid of the Dark, the show from the 90s. Right. Um, also starring Chad Murray, who plays Nick. You might know him from One Tree Hill, Gilmore Girls, Dawson Creek. He was also in Freaky Friday, The Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia. And, of course, we have Paris Hilton. Right. Um, actually, she didn't really do too many movies. The only other real, really known movie she did was Repo the Genetic Opera. Well, she did banging ass job on that, actually. Yeah, she was, I fucking hate that movie. That's another movie. Why I do you don't hate like, it? She's the best part of that movie. I like that movie. I, I don't hate it. I hate it. It's annoying. I don't like musicals. That's why. Oh, okay. But well, I didn't she, think it was a perfect musical or I wasn't like a huge fan of it, but I didn't hate it. Right. Like, but hate she, her, it is weird. Her and that opera singer, like the real opera singer was like the best part of Repo. Right. Well, Ogre's in that movie. Right. From Skinny Puppy. Trash. No, I'm just kidding. No, he did a good job. I was really impressed. Right. I got to, I should watch that again, but I just remember not liking it at all. Anyway, Brian Van Holt, who plays Bo, was in Black Hawk Down. Basic, mm. and he was in John from Cincinnati, and we have Jared Padalecki, who plays Wade, and you probably recognize him because he's Sam from Supernatural, the right. TV show. Yeah. He was also in Gilmore Girls. Um, God, he's annoying in this movie. Yeah, he really is. But he was also in the 2009 version of Friday the 13th, right, yeah. House of Fears, and Cry Wolf. This movie had a budget of $40 million. Wow. Which I thought was crazy. How much did it make? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you didn't look it up? I forgot. I was excited. I was like, oh my god, $40 million. How much did they pay Paris Hilton? She's like barely in this movie. She probably made like 10 It made $70.1 million. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, so it didn't even do as well as White Noise, and that movie is trash compared to you. <laughs> right, it is. And what did you think of House of Wax, Alex? Well, Christine, I'm so glad that you asked me. <laughs> This is uh, this is one I've never seen, guys. So I've known about it. I've seen particular scenes of it. I I think I even saw the the, the Paris Hilton death scene because it was like uh, this was like part of the whole shtick of the movie when they were doing the movie is like watch Paris die on May whatever you know like <laughs> like blah 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 watch it get fucked in the head <laughs> again yeah again. <laughs> Anyway, I thought her uh, sex tape was really boring and lame, so I wasn't really exactly excited to see this. <laughs> so, you know, it's like when I finally saw the sex tape, like it wasn't like something I saw right away. But when I finally saw it, I was like, nah, that's boring. 
Right. <laughs> I was like, what, well, this is what everybody's so excited about? Like, really, guys? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, you're like literally one notch above fucking Sears catalog with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, it's, all dark it's stuff. stupid. Yeah. So, but this one sort of fell to the wayside as it sort of related to that. And I was just not into the whole fucking Paris Hilton thing. Uh, probably because I'm a jealous fucking toxic male. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, after watching this, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It feels like a, a big, big movie. You know, it's a big budget movie. It has some decent gore in it as well, which I wasn't expecting at all. Plus, you know, it's got the whole teens in peril vibe to it. Totally a nineties and two thousands thing to do, mm-hmm. specifically two thousands, because after Scream came out, we had just a slew of these kind of movies. Right. Um, which, you know, I don't know, it surprised me. So that alone is just kind of a weird step back into the times of the 2000s, you know, especially with the music and the soundtrack that they had for this. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like how fucking uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Hush, hush, <laughs> come now, baby, give it down to us. So, you know, they always try to, like, hip it up and stuff, right. you know, with some fucking stupid song. <laughs> <laughs> this one had, like, sort of like the, you know, hip teens getting shredded to 2000 stripper rock music, right. you know, stained and yeah, like, death tones. And- yeah, dude. <laughs> but it was, it was like, eh, some of it ain't too bad, but still, this is definitely has its moments of please kill these fucking kids, which is nice and I'm okay with. That's <laughs> actually sometimes a good thing when you're, you know, going back to a movie because some of these kids are really fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Like the the brother who's like fucking constantly aggro mm-hmm. all the time. Like I, I wanted him to die, but you know, right. Then there's like the boyfriend who I, I didn't mind at first, but they were treating him like he was such a fucking asshole. And then later on, I fucking hated and wanted him to die. <laughs> so I figured out the movie pretty much halfway through mm-hmm. watching it. I remember pausing it, and talking to you a couple times. Uh, it's a little too long, I think, but I kind of like that they, they explore different areas of this town in it. So I didn't hate the length because I wanted to explore that town. So it was like, I wanted to see all these different pockets. Right. Um, and they do a pretty good job of kind of like spreading the movie around a lot. So it doesn't just take place in one place, which is kind of great. Like mm-hmm. it's not just in the house of wax. Right. You right. know? Yeah, that was nice. That's what I like. It kind of adds a little bit more to this movie. They have some some twists in the movie that were okay, too. One that threw me off of the other, which was pretty plain to see. And you should figure out the main twist to this whole fucking thing pretty quick. Right. uh, Because they kind of shove it down your throat a little bit. And the different characters, and there's like this beginning intro scene with these two kids, and they constantly talk about twins and stuff. Mm-hmm. They did a, a nod to fucking uh, what about whatever happened to baby Jane in it, which I fucking loved. It's awesome. I thought that was great. Yeah, it was uh, the whole sibling. Thing. I was. I just. It's nice to have like real film lore in lore. Right. In these like the lore of this movie. Right. So I kind of like that too. Um, I don't know. It just felt like they put some actual effort into this movie with the whole third act kind of like doing some really weird shit. Yeah. With wax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty cool, interesting stuff about how they did it. Oh, I, oh I was kind of like, I was like, I was like, they really took some time with this shit, Christina. Yeah. Cause like that wasn't CGI. No, like, well, some of it was, but, but well, like, like the background or stuff, like but then... miniature models and right. stuff like that. 
Um, I personally came just for the death of Paris Hilton. I left getting so much more than I expected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's a dumb killer wax dude fun kind of movie with a with a pretty decent amount of gore and a lot of stupid kids who you want to see die anyway. I'd give it a seven out of ten. Oh wow! So I kind of liked it. Yeah, it could go higher more than watch it. I just mm-hmm. that's my first reaction. I was not expecting that much from it. Right, because I too I never saw this film when it came out and I just never got around to it. And well, what'd you think? I think oh it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was shot really well. It had that whole like saw style where it was like uh grainy that gr- grungy style mm-hmm. type yeah, and of this is kind of a sweet spot for you in the 2000 that you kind of like too. yeah yeah because yeah i love that the whole late 90s early 2000s yeah i don't know why i, I skipped this Probably just one. have fond memories of being an independent woman and it was kind of like your last vestige of 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 being a wild woman um no no it was later was it later it was later oh Anyway, yes, everything you said about whatever happened to Baby Jane, I had to write that down. It was awesome. Yeah, I was really happy about that. Yeah, me too. Um, the, so That's why I was like, oh, now I get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> there are some like parts of the story that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they do that? Those ki- the kids are really irritating. So, right. you know, well, you how does mind. that town exist? Like, come yeah. On. And how did they not get tipped off sooner? Yeah. Like, why did the fuck did it take? It them doesn't so matter. Long? This is a stupid movie. That's yeah, why. I know. Why are the kids just walking around like going to in fucking, you know, places like just opening the door and going in? Like, what the fuck? Like, who does that mm-hmm. anyway? But yeah, the, it, it was a little the character development was a little bit slow in the beginning. Sure. But, you know, it had its flaws, but I'd probably watch this again. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it I a lot more than White Noise. Oh, my God. This surprised me. I was, like, actually, like, oh, okay, well, this isn't so bad. This kind of right. has, like, that Hills Have Eyes sort of vibe going on with right, it. Or right. Wrong Turn kind of thing. But, like, a way more complex story with, like, you know... Like, there's a twist in it that I just was not expecting and that I really kind of liked that I, it kind of added to the, like the vibe of the movie, mm-hmm. which just makes it that much more kind of creepy, even though this movie isn't as, as atmospheric or creepy or even scary for that matter. And we just got to add too, cause I know they, they fed off the whole Paris Hilton thing. She's barely in the movie. Like really the only time is she dies. Like she's in her underwear and then she dies. Right. Like, really, that's all. Well, she actually tries to help save some characters yeah, a brief, lot of times. Briefly, but not really. Because I think they were planning that on that. They're like, oh, she's going to die. Everybody knows she's going to die. But when is it? Right. You know? And it wasn't where we thought it was. Like, everybody else gets fucking, you know. Right. Anyway, we'll get into that in the spoilers. Exactly. But, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. So, gets a 6.5 from both of us. I get a 7. She gave it a 6. So, choose wisely. <laughs> I think if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. You might yeah. like it a lot more than you expected. Right. Exactly. I, I just wasn't caught up in the whole Paris Hilton thing. And I felt like it was just like too in my face all the time. It wasn't that I was trying to be independent and different. It was just like constantly hearing about her all the time. I was she just did, like, well, yeah. okay. Well, I, that was her moves. She, you know, she did it. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, now that's how you get her. famous. You put gorilla glue in your hair or, you know, well, do now, some dumb shit, no, like slam your head in a door. She was kind of like the beginning, the beginning of social media when it really, 2005. Yeah. It was like MySpace. Fuck a horse. Then. I'm just saying, Mr. Hands, he's pretty popular. Okay. <laughs> he's not alive, but he's popular. Right. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm a little off. A little candid today. A little fucking weird. I feel like I'm high or something, and I'm not. <laughs> um, we do have some trivia uh, that uh, we will go over. I won't go over too too much. There's some pretty interesting stuff that I found. Uh, and this kind of jumps into the spoilers right away, by the way, guys. So just forewarning, if you haven't seen this and you don't want anything spoiled, this will definitely spoil it right off the bat. Here's your warning. Alicia Cuthbert got uh, stuck in a lot of the melting wax bed while filming the final scenes of the movie. Do you know what the wax was that they used to make it look like melting what? wax? What? Peanut butter. Are you serious? You know how much peanut butter they fucking use? It must have been like glazed peanut butter. That's like the good. stairs and shit like that. It's like pretty good. There's some pastry chefs on stage. They were ready to make a bed or a door. Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought that was like, because like when they're stepping in it, going up the stairs and stuff, I was like, God. Yeah, that was cool. That looked really cool. Yeah, I was really like, did. that's really effective, whatever they did, but. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. She actually, uh, Paris Hilton actually was in uh, Supernatural as well in an episode. As herself, though, wasn't she? Yeah, I think it was uh, centered around a wax museum, whatever the episode was. Mm-hmm. And there's even a reference to this movie in that episode, which that, oh, because that shows that, very tongue in cheek like that. Yeah, and that guy is in, you know. Yeah, well, it's like Padalecki. Yeah. yeah. So they, they appeared in that uh, in the 2005 show or whatever, so thought that was kind of funny apparently paris hilton's death was uh, originally longer too mm-hmm. and it featured more gore but it was cut for the uh, theatrical release so maybe, oh that sucks so maybe there's like a, a director's cut or something i don't think they did one for this though because i tried looking for it to see yeah and i didn't see anything because hmm. i because I have the, we had the full screen version, guys, and we full just, screen, we were like, no, 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 no. It's on Tubi. Yeah, we're just saying no IMAX cut, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Snyder fucking shit. We were like, fuck it, we watched it on Tubi TV. So, apparently, even though we thought that it may be similar to the original Wax Museum things, they are really just by the name of the title and nothing more. It has no connection to the original f- film's. That were done with the same name. Because wasn't the the Vincent Price one from 53, I'm pretty sure it was all just in the museum. Right. It's just, I don't know. It's just probably people just have always thought wax museums are creepy. And it came around calling the wax museum. I'm sure they ripped off Madame Trousseau. And they were like, oh, wouldn't it have been cool if those are real people? I'm sure that's where it came from. Right. They actually constructed the entire town in 10 weeks. And it was modeled after a real town in Eritrea called Asmara. Asmara was built by uh, the Italians in Africa during World War II in the modern style rather than the deco style, which was more popular at the time. Remember how I kept saying, oh, these don't look like these would be in this area. Right. Because they looked like kind of like deco, like the, the like, what do you call it that we use out here? Rock? Stucco? Stucco, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Because it looked wax. like, you know, like Pueblo-style fucking right. huts in the middle of, like, fucking, like, East Coast. It, didn't, it just didn't make sense. And I'm <laughs> and like... it's because it's wax. Yeah, well, everything was made out of wax. That's the thing I liked about this movie, is that they added that in there. So they were like, oh, everything is made of wax. Right. That's how crazy these people are. And I'm like, logistically, in my head, I was thinking, like, how does one get a hold of that much wax? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
You must have to get it at the wax wholesaler. Well, right, but like, think about this. This is like a tell thing here. Like, okay, these people are getting killed in this town, right? They, they, they used to live there, but they all got murdered and they keep ordering wax. Wouldn't that show up on the fucking <laughs> map at some point in time? I mean, he had to get this wax somehow. And how did he create it, you know? And why are people looking for these missing people? We're talking about fucking buildings made of wax here. That ain't no small shipment. You know what I mean? Right. So, what the fuck? And why would you build a wax house out of wax anyway? You can't do that here. It'd melt. Yo, here, of course. But that's what I'm saying. It makes even less sense that this building style is in a place that is in a temperate climate that mm. would house a house of wax. Right. That makes no sense because, well, it like, doesn't have to make stucco sense. is done to prevent the heat from getting in. It's a weird to me, you know? <laughs> like, anyway, it'll be okay, Alex. On, uh, 26th of June, 2004, a soundstage a soundstage being used for the film burned to the ground during a test for special effects equipment. It started by a candle, by the way. <laughs> Destroyed the whole studio. That sucks. Ron, it said everybody survived. There was like one crew member that was treated for burns on his arm, but no one else was injured. Smoke reached nearby highway, which was not shut down. So just thought it was interesting that it died, that it burned because of a wax candle. <laughs> It's all wax. It's the wax curse. <laughs> if, she, if if fucking Paris Hilton gets murdered with a wax candle, you'll know that it's the curse. It's the curse of the house of wax. Yeah, exactly. Or somebody on the scene, you know, Padalecki or something. <laughs> <laughs> One of the killers in the films is named Vincent, which is obviously a, a tribute to the 53 film. Oh, with Vincent Price. With Vincent Price, mm-hmm. yes. See? See, this... This movie's good. Look at all these like throwbacks they put in this movie. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, there's like, there, there's more thought put into this one than some silly ghost movie that that they spent ten million, which I thought like that was expensive <laughs> that they were able to that they paid that much money for fucking white noise. Right. Like, well, it wasn't in the CGI because that shit looked way bad. Maybe it was just Michael getting Michael Keaton. Yeah, maybe. So obviously, Brian Van Holt plays the role of both Bo and Vincent, which we. Yeah, kind of figured. Yeah. Uh, he did, like, extensive hair and makeup transformation for the latter, so... Uh. <laughs> this film was uh, nominated for three Razzies, by the way, including Worst Picture, Worst Supporting Actress for Paris Hilton, and Worst Remake or, or Sequel. Oh, wow. The film lost Worst Picture to Dirty Love from 2005, and Worst Remake or s- to uh, Worst Sequel or Remake to Son of the Mask, which is definitely a bad one. <laughs> I've never even heard And Hilton heard of won this. Worst Supporting Actress. Of course he did. So, I thought, I, you know, I don't think it deserves a Razzie, but they just No, got... they gave it to her because nobody liked her. Everybody right. was sick of her. They were so like, God, why. you got famous because you're fucking Cause your shitty blowjobs and your you're fucking... Your daddy's rich. That's why she... Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Well, it's because everybody hated her sex tape. You know what? No. <laughs> you couldn't snap one out to you, it. You know what I forgot to mention? Like, acting is in her family because her aunt is Kyle Richardson, and she was in ha- the original oh. Halloween, and her other aunt, they were, like, in Disney movies in the 70s. That's right. Like, So it's yeah. not it's not un, un weird to have her in here. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I didn't think she was that. I mean, she wasn't that great, but she didn't seem that bad. Right, she, she she's just bad. typical, you know. Yeah. Typical fodder for it the fucking matter. for the fucking wax dude machine. Now I'm sick of talking about her. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe grab a pipe, 
starts stabbing it in your head. <laughs> Can we talk about the beginning of the movie? Yeah, let's talk about some of our scenes here. Because I thought the the very, very beginning where it was 1974 and like the way they shot the whole thing. With the two kids, the twins. There was there was the twins and then one the mom and the dad. One of the kids is acting good. One of them's acting bad. We don't know which one's which. We just know. They didn't show anybody's face. Right. They just showed like the mom was trying to take care of the kids and she's pouring wax into like this, this doll mask. Like trying to do shit and get things done. And the dad walks in and all this crazy stuff. And the one of the kids is like being a little shit. And they, like, strap him down to the chair. Why can't you be good like your yeah. brother? Or some bullshit like that. That was a great scene. See, this movie is just, like, weird because it's enjoying enjoying it. I enjoyed it in a, such a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good movie. Right. It's just, like, it's not a bad watch. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if it's, like, maybe people were expecting it to be something, like, really good. And I'm wondering. But why would you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it was entertaining. It kept you like wanting to know what's what the hell's going to happen to him. Yeah, like some of the stuff that happens in it is so obscenely like weird. It's tr- like typical. But it's also a nice little groove for a horror fan to lay in. Right, know? right. And just kind of like go for the ride. Right. So you know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not breaking any barriers or doing anything different other than the fucking wax being peanut butter and shit like that, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why it just seemed really weird. And like they kept going up further. It's like well the fire is gonna get to you there. It's gonna be really hot. Right. Yeah, exactly. That made no sense. But I know it's because they wanted them to crawl through the signs. Right. They wanted. They wanted. Yeah. Exactly. But it was fine. So like all these kids are like getting ready to go on this trip. They're going to a football game? Yeah, they're going to a football That's game. That's stupid. Then. In Florida? They're yeah, in Florida? They had to get tickets there. From scalpers? Yeah, from scalpers, which was like... That's so a, that was a big thing. thing back then, though. Yeah, it really was. And you didn't even know if you got real tickets, like, half the time. Mm-hmm. Later on, anyway. Um, but, the, yeah, they, they basically pull over to the side of the road to just camp out in someone's fucking yard. Mm-hmm. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And some dude pulls up in the middle of the night while they're all getting shit faced and just shines his light. An aggro fucking angry brother who just has to be angry for no reason other than he's just, I'm a bad boy. Everybody doesn't love me. It's like annoying as fuck. It really is. He chucks a fucking bottle and it hits the fucking front light of the truck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, of course not. You're going to die, you dumbass. Right. But then the truck just backs away. I would have left. I wouldn't have stayed there that night. Yeah, after I, that. yeah exactly. Why the fuck would Who you the sleep fuck there? does that? You know what I mean? These are like backwoods people. You should, you should know this. Yeah, they eat motherfuckers like you, dude. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was weird. And then they got that guy who's like, like every, every one of the characters is pretty annoying in here. Like, I just right. did not like anybody. No, right. Even but but it made for, like, great fodder for the fucking gore machine. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's why I like it. Although I thought they were, like, kind of heavy-handed on, like, his brother saying, her brother saying that uh, her boyfriend was such a dick. But then as soon as they get to the town, because their their car can't start and they can't leave, he can't leave his nice car there, they go into the town and find, like, the wax museum and shit like that. And this motherfucker is literally fucking picking shit up, going through mm-hmm. fucking drawers, being Mr. Nosy fucking piece of shit. It's like, Sam, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Padalecki? 
Like I'm like uh, like I'm just bothered, even though I know that this is the fucking killer's house, mm-hmm. and I know that they're gonna die because of it. I'm like, why on earth are you going through their shit? Are you going through some fucking shady ass fucking house's business like that? Mm-hmm. Like what on earth would possess you? And then not only that. They run into the fucking bow mechanic at the church who gets all so pissed at him for interrupting a funeral, which you find out later ain't no funeral at all. Fucking it's, fake funeral. It's, it's been a perpetual funeral for like the course of like 10 years, or 20 something. years or some <laughs> shit like that, where they just have their mom and wags. And he's like, I'll help you. You got somewhere to go for 30 minutes or something, hang around or something. And then they meet up with him and they go back to his house because he doesn't have the right belt size for his, for her brother's truck or car. Sorry. It was like a 15. I need a 15 inch. And he's like, I got out of the house. He's like, you keep storage at your house. He's like, I do when they ship it there. It's like, okay. Okay. So then he's like, Hey, you mind if I use the head while I'm here? He's like, sure. Just head on down through that door. And, go, and you got to go upstairs, apparently, to take a piss, by the way. So he had those to go, old houses. Yeah, that I'm makes like, sense. what the fuck? So he goes upstairs, and then he's fucking going through this guy's house. Yeah, he's like, like looking at f- pictures. And, and the guy's like, obviously kind of weird. And yeah, like, and then the, the girl gets out of the truck because they're taking too long, and she notices the headlight is busted. Oh, yeah, and then so, yeah. what's his name's upstairs getting fucking stabbed with scissors by fucking <laughs> waxy. <laughs> Fucking no eye waxy face. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Vincent? Yeah. Yeah, Vincent. Vincent, he was like the conjoined twin mm-hmm. that had no eye or, or nose fake, cavity. It has a wax mask. Yeah. And he's like really smart and really, really talented. Mm-hmm. But he can't speak or, you know. Yeah. And then he makes little wax figures. He, he does seem a little sexually creepy, doesn't he? Like a little. I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. It's like whatever. They had that one scene where they he like peeked around the corner at the window and she saw him in the mirror. Mm-hmm. She was like, "There's a person." He was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> "That's all I thought of when I saw this face. <laughs> like it wasn't scary at all." <laughs> <laughs> I still just can't believe that Padalecki's up there fucking going through somebody's house, like playing with shit for no reason. Like, and it's been 20 minutes, right? Like, clearly, if you're gonna do anything like that, you do it real quick. You go mm-hmm. to the bathroom and then you fucking leave. Mm-hmm. You nosy fuck. But I guess they just wanted to hammer home the point that he needs to die. Right. But he was not like that beforehand until he starts going around the town. Right. Did you notice that? Yeah. He didn't seem like that type of person. He didn't seem, yeah, his character did not seem like that. That's when, what's his name, Bo comes out and attacks her. Yeah, and she locks herself in the truck, which I thought was pretty smart. She's like, no, For where's my brother? Being. She was like, where's my brother? He's like, you better let me in my car. That's her my boy- vehicle. Boyfriend, I'm sorry. Where's my boyfriend's? That's her boyfriend's. I forgot. That's when he smashes the fucking window mm-hmm. while she's trying to call that other the, friend that's right. fucking Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, yeah. Who, their de- his death is kind of like, what? Right, so then the brother and the other friend his friend like come to go get them and they're wandering around the town and i thought it was a cool scene because they split off to look for him and the other friend goes up to the wax museum and he sees the boyfriend sitting oh there. yeah this is funny actually yeah. this made me laugh <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny but it was funny it was funny 
It was funny because he was like, oh, I'll get you out of here. And well, he hold says, on. Explain the situation. You, you explain it. So, like, there's a guy sitting in a piano, and he goes over to look. He's like, oh, my God, that looks like that looks like Wade. Mm-hmm. And then he goes over, and his eyes turn to look at him, like, because they bathed Wade. By the way, we forgot to skip over that. They just bathe Wade. They, they stick him with some sort of drug, and then they bathe him in a hot wax bath, and then put, like, rip off all of his fucking face hair and shit. In one pool, by the way. That guy's masterful. I just thought it was like... They should do it in one. It should do it in one. Well, he was really right. good at it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's talented. I mean, conjoined, talented, face-ripping. Beauty anyway, connoisseur. So the brother and her friend, they go to the wax museum. They see fucking Wade there, and his eyes turn. He's like, oh, my God, let me help you get out of this. And they start picking at his cheek, and it's like... Peeling off his skin. Yeah, it's like peeling off because there's a layer of his burned skin underneath. It was funny. Which I would think he would just die from all the pain. Right. There's no way you would survive that. But, but that wouldn't look as cool. It's funny that he survived. Yeah. So and he can... just keeps picking the wax off, which looks like clay. And he's just like, oh, dude, what the fuck, man? And then fucking old Waxy comes up, Vincent, comes swinging his fucking sword and cuts off the side of Padalecki's face. Mm-hmm. And you see his teeth exposed, which was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. But then when he drags that dude down into the basement, he cuts his fucking head off with the scissors. Mm-hmm. And you see his head roll over and blink. Remember that? Yeah, that was funny. That was <laughs> so funny. Blink, blink. <laughs> Blinky, L- little fella. Little fella. Which they later find his uh, wax body and they turn his head and it comes off. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, man, he's my friend. My friend. But that's when uh, her brother, Nick, turns into a hero. Mm -hmm. And Carly, the main girl in this movie, they kind of team up. And she goes through hell in this. Like, I was like, kind of. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's locked down in the the gas station basement. By Bo. By Bo. Who, like, is a is like fucking glues her fucking lips shut mm-hmm. with fucking super glue super glue dude oh oh my god just thinking about that is just <laughs> terrible i'm dude. wondering how they did that like how they did that oh, scene with her probably just mouth- latex latex yeah oh, i don't know it was cool though like he puts it on there he's like you shut the fuck up you dumb bitch you shut the hell up <laughs> but then she rips it open and they show that scene and i was mm-hmm. like that's gnarly. Mm-hmm. And then she puts her hand up through the fucking gate. Through it like the, the drain. Yeah, and he's trying to get her brother's attention. Yeah, and he's up there. Bo's talking to fucking her brother. Mm-hmm. And she's like, rips her fucking mouth open, screams, and gets her finger cut off. That was snip, snip. Yeah, I was like, snip, holy snip, shit. Yeah, it was, that was pretty brutal. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um... But the brother finally makes it, he makes it back there and finds her. They also, there was also another part where they, they kept showing that lady in the window. <laughs> yeah. Pulling, um, the drape. Yeah. And she's like, it's out. like automated. So she's like, pulls Which the drape. Knew. I knew. Like everybody knows, except but it, them. But it kind of added to the, like, you know, like, oh, wait, is there really still people alive in this motherfucker? <laughs> like, I wouldn't think that they would be able to keep a secret like that. Right. Like, how are they getting fed? Oh, that's what it was. So, and I also, I'm, I'm thinking of like how Paris Hilton and her boyfriend die. She's like, she mm-hmm. does this sexy dance. He's like, yeah, sexy. Come on over here. 
you know, and then they, and then she's like, look, I have something to tell you. She might be pregnant. Yeah, she never bullshit. gets to say it, but that's what I'm, you know, obviously she's pregnant. Right. And then he, somebody turns off his music, his love making music that's out there. And then he puts it play again. And then he's like on the phone and he hears Carly like freaking out because the guy's attacking her in her vehicle mm-hmm. in his vehicle. Bo is. And then she comes out and he's stabbed in the neck. And then she gets to run all the way into town. She finds the warehouse where they store all the vehicles, all the like people the who extra stuff, like all the travelers who come by, like the, the hills. Wrong, have, the wrong turn um, thing. Hills have eyes. I think of more. Oh, do you? Yeah, like because the like turn. they had like a p- collection of watches, a collection mm-hmm. of phones. Everything was in piles of it, just like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just looked like that. But this was one of the best kills in the whole fucking movie. Uh, is of course. I don't even. It doesn't even seem plausible, like at all. It doesn't even make any sense. Like he grabs a spear, and it's just wood, by the way, mm-hmm. nothing else. Just a wood spear laying around in this warehouse. He gets. He's chasing fucking Paris Hilton around the old waxy, old mm-hmm. Vincent, and then he chucks it through the back, the w- two windows mm-hmm. of a car, and the way that he threw it. It would only like go down. Like mm-hmm. there's no way that it would go up. Right. And he throws it through two windows, which doesn't stop it. He throws it so hard that it pierces her fucking head. The back of her head. No, the Where front. Was it the front. It comes right oh, through that's the front. Right. And it reminded me of that movie Green Inferno, mm-hmm. where the dude throws a spear, and I'm like, there is no way to spear somebody in the head that easy. You know, but it's just funny. Right. <laughs> so this one made me laugh, too. But, um... <laughs> Sorry, this is thinking of the fucking Green Inferno one. It was, it's just absurd. But mm-hmm. he stabs her in the head. She sticks to the wall, like this chain-link fence wall or something, and then mm-hmm. falls. And then she's, like, on her knees. And then her head slides down. And then the dude, like steps on her neck and pulls the pole out of the back of her head so i wish i would have been able to see the full grew of all of that like what else they would have done like uh-huh. with that i don't know so i'm wondering what they did what do you think they could have added to that i mean i have pull- no idea to kick her head a bunch of times <laughs> Or is it just? What is, they raped her body? Like what? No, her dead body? Like I, what are you? Jesus. What are you? What are you getting? That's at? not what I meant at all. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I told you I wasn't into her fucking video. <laughs> Why would I even be thinking about that? Anyway, <laughs> I was thinking it was maybe they just kept trying to pull. He kept trying to pull it out of her head, and it wouldn't come. Oh, out. It wouldn't come out. So that was like the gruesome factor, and That's they had to cut funny. it down. Yeah, it's like God damn it, get your head off my stick. <laughs> <laughs> which is what happened after that video anyway uh and that's when the you know they have this whole back and forth of the brothers vincent and Bo, and you realize that Bo was the behave misbehaved child in the beginning and vincent was the well-behaved one because you know mm-hmm. he just did what mommy and daddy said mm-hmm. and they chained Bo to the fucking the high chair or whatever and so he was the bad one really right um, that forced his brother to kill, I guess. Like the, cause it was his idea. He says it was his idea to use real figures to give him the inspirado to, to do the whole town and stuff. And his mom was just doing regular figures before that. Right. Wasn't that what it was? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, somehow 
Carly and her fucking aggro brother fucking get caught up in the wax house again mm-hmm. after being chased by both of them and hiding out. They like hid. There was this cool little theater scene where she hid in the theater mm-hmm. and he couldn't tell which one was a real face or whatever. But I was like, that's pretty obvious. Right. There wasn't that many wax figures in there. Right. And I, I would assume just like in the church. That some of the people were wearing fake masks, right? Rather than them being then full wax, real, yeah, yeah. It's probably they got their faces fucked up. Yeah, yeah. She was she was sweating. I mean, there's no way you're gonna stop breathing. Yeah, but I mean, he was standing in the front of the theater, so I'm sure the light kind of yeah messed up. It was kind of cool to see, like when he shot all the other um, wax figures, like their brains and shit all dried up, and like right, it was yeah. kind of cool when yeah. It looked legit, like, yeah, like it, really it had been did. sitting in there. But you would know, like, that shit would smell so bad. Like, there is no way. Well, if they got embalmed properly, you know. I guess. <laughs> you know, the house starts melting. Mm-hmm. Some fire starts. And then, oh, that's right, because he, they, they, he's messing with the, the wax at the basement. And, like, he overturns the, the boiled wax and it catches it's, on fire. Yeah, somehow it catches on fire and then the house starts on fire right. from the bottom. And he pours it in between him and fucking Vincent. Mm-hmm. Old waxy. But that was cool when they're running through the house and stuff is melting. Right. It was cool. It was a lot longer scene than I expected yeah, it to be. Like, it really was. Which means they really put a lot of effort into the peanut butter. And how mm-hmm. much peanut butter is that? Like, think about that. Yeah, I know. Like, who had to sit there for fucking hours of, like, the biggest jars of peanut butter? They're <laughs> like, well, we only got 700 more to go, guys. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it wasn't like the whole thing. I'm wondering I'm sure how much it, peanut there butter. There was a model, and they like <coughs> plopped it on top of the model. You know, right? I don't know. Mm. And was it Jiffy, or was it, it Peter was Pan? Probably the cheap, generic. Yeah, the cheapest they could find. Yeah, it was creamy. It was not peanut butter. Right. It was not the peanut kind. Oh, yeah, oh, not Crunchy. the chunky. Chunky, yeah. <laughs> chunky peanut butter. And so I can't. Oh, okay. What? The- when they escape out the front, mm-hmm. they escape out the ho- house of wax sign, and everybody goes melting down together, including Vincent and Bo, because Bo fell on the thing really right. far. Right. He got killed, and then Vincent falls directly on top of him. And and then all of a sudden, all the cops show up. It was the morning the next day. Yeah. There was a scene that really bothered me, too. It was like cops like coming up with the video camera to to the oh yeah to the sheriff who's talking to the kids at the... Mm-hmm. And then he's like, they're like, hey, that's my buddy's. Like, that's my friend's uh, video camera. That's like, evidence. Sorry, that's partner. Evidence. Sorry, partner. I need that. That's evidence. Got to so throw it in there. He's, he's like, that's some, but that's mine. It's my buddy's. He steals it. Yeah. How? He was it in that fucking matter. van the whole time. It was funny. Yeah. He's like, and he she, pulls it out. He pulls it out. And he's like, well, it just seems only fair. It's ours. You know. <laughs> I'm yeah, every, still a bad guy. I mean, ev- yeah. Everybody died. Yeah. We're the only survivors. It's for memories, bro. <laughs> Sister. And then they're driving away, right? And the, the cop's like, oh, well, that there wasn't just two brothers. There, there was, was three. A, there, there was three. So it's like sequel, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. House of Wax, people. <laughs> House of Wax, three. It was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. It was a... It was a fun watch. Definitely was. Sorry, I couldn't help coughing there. You're fine. I liked it. I thought it was it's silly fun. It's stupid fun. 
Yeah. There's some cool things that they do in it. They put in some effort into it, even if it is schlocky and dumb. But that's kind of its charm, too. So it's kind of a so bad it's good film to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's just some good gore in it that kind of pushes you along through all these different parts. And it's fascinating to think about a family like turning an entire town into wags. Right. I don't know. There's something weird and off-putting about that. I Just go. in general. I right? do that. Right? I yeah. would like want to peel the, you know, the skin back a little bit right. and see what's underneath. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be cool. Be family adventure, something you want to take your kids yeah, to. Yeah, totally. You know, kind of like the uh, the one that they do at the museum with the body parts. Oh, the uh, the anatomy. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> no. Don't look at the ding dong kids. <laughs> they Looks- had a. Did you see the one with the fetus? No. I did. It was pretty cool. It was weird. They slice it. No, they don't slice it. No, you can't slice it. It's so small, but they show they have like three fetuses and a feti. What feti? Fetuses. <laughs> And they ha- I believe it's feet. Dude, I even think they had a pregnant mom. Anyway, it was, it's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. People just donate their bodies like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about going to a town where it's not very regulated. <laughs> <laughs> might be a little different. You know, it might be a different experience. You might become part of the artwork that you admire <laughs> so much. Anyway, guys, what do you guys think of these movies? Are we wrong? Are we right? It doesn't really matter. Everybody has a different opinion. Some are right, some I'm are right. wrong. I'm right. White noise is <laughs> shit. It's garbage. It's shit. <laughs> uh, but everybody has their own opinion, so it's no big deal. <laughs> it's no big deal. I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care. I just like to give her give her shit. About everything. Yeah, pretty All much. All the time. You do too. So. That's why I'm here. That's why you guys it's listen. It's so you can give me shit. That's why you guys listen. Tune in next week when we club baby seals on Beyond the Void. I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. Can you laugh, please? I am laughing. So, guys, let us know what you think about these two movies. And uh, next week, we're not even sure what we're going to do. We as do we mentioned. New, new and, movies. Yeah, we got a whole fuck ton of movies. And we're kind of like trying to figure out what we're going to watch. I feel like we need to go back to somewhat older, but not too old, like 80s, 90s. You know, because we did the 2000s twice now. And like, I don't know. I like the 80s. Plus, I got a lot of 80s movies that I want to see. Like, there's some Vinegar Syndrome releases that we have that I really want to watch, like Cthulhu's Manor or Cthulhu Mansion and Okay, and whatever. Dimensions, Occultus, uh, Don't Panic. Okay. So I was thinking about that. Plus, we got, like, um, Blue Monkey and some other ones that I'm, like, interested in, too. So. Okay. We got some cannibal ones that I've been thinking about doing as well, but I don't know how good those are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So we'll let you guys know on like Thursday or Friday uh, to watch our socials. Yeah. And if you're looking for these two movies this week, we found uh, House of Wax on Tubi TV and it's uh, White Noise is on HBO Max and it's on Hulu. It is on both of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can check them out there if you're looking for them. We probably should have said that in the beginning of the episode. Oh, well, there's Google. Fuck them. That's why you should be listening to the end, guys. All right? So thanks for coming by, guys. And as always, long live boy. You will be listening to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Tune in.